Welcome to episode 86 of Movies in 4K. I am the lead host, Bill Shetty. I'm the lady phantom, the meager co-host. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's bonus time once again. Yeah, I, and I'm ha actually happily surprised. Yeah, we'll get kind into of. more into that. But this is the trifecta of bonuses for Tony Smith because way back he wanted three 80s movies reviewed and the 4K quality exposed, so to speak. <laughs> he hasn't upgraded these yet to 4K and he wanted our opinion if it's worth that money to get the 4K. Well, we are going to get into that right now, but let's start up the review. From 1988, we are covering Beetlejuice or Beetlegeist, <laughs> rated PG, not 13, just PG. No, PG, yeah. Nice, quick film, an hour and 32 minutes, listed in two genres, comedy and fantasy. Yeah, and I guess present audiences would even say horror. Yeah, that's not happening <laughs> on this show. <laughs> There's a lot of retroactively making horror movies that aren't horror movies anymore, and this is not going to be included in that genre. Okay, directed by who? Tim Burton. You know this guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sleepy Hollow, the Batman that we already discussed. Also, there's Big Fish, which was pretty decent edward scissorhands edward scissorhands yeah this alice in wonderland yes alice in wonderland yeah sweeney and todd i'm not sure yes. that was tim burton i'm knowing more than phantom on tim burton I, why I'm is that sure. a nightmare before christmas yes but that be that, that uh, the sweeney todd i'm not exactly sure it's tim burton okay but still but i nah, rattled it doesn't off matter. more yeah. than you <laughs> all right throw out some of the stars lady phantom Alec Baldwin, Gina Davis, Michael Keaton, Winona Ryder, Catherine O'Hara, yeah. and Jeffrey Jones. Yes. And there's that other guy, though, the guy that plays the interior designer, but I don't know his name, I but it doesn't he's matter. not a popular star at all. All the other ones are pretty popular. I mean, Catherine O'Hara and Jeffrey Jones are not really household names. You've seen them in other movies, no doubt. Yeah, Catherine O'Hara, I'm pretty sure she is in a very successful series right now. Jeffrey Jones, he was in Sleepy Hollow, also with Tim Burton. And I've seen him in other stuff, but yeah. Okay, what's that synopsis say? The spirits of a deceased couple are harassed by an unbearable family that has moved into their home and hire a malicious spirit to drive them out. All right, this movie starts out with Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis on vacation in their vacation home, basically. And they're going into town to get some gear. Yeah, they and, are like renovating their house or right, something. Right, and on the way back, Gina Davis is driving and a dog runs across the street, right? So happens on a bridge. 
and they crash and are teetering over. Yeah, and the dog was like maintaining them in place because he was standing on a piece of wood, but then he jumps down and then they crash and they die. They don't know this. They head back home all wet from coming out of the water because their car crashed in the water. And they soon experience weird occurrences. Yes. First of all, they really don't know how they got back. Like he goes like, do you know how we came here? And the, there's a fire. But when they left, the, there wasn't a fire. And they see a handbook for the recently deceased. And yeah, they realize that they're dead yeah in about 15 minutes uh-huh. they don't have any reflection her fingers get on fire and there's just weird things but they come to realize that and this is not a spoiler you just heard the phantom mention the synopsis and some interesting parts here and one i'm going to cover that happens in this opening segment we could call it is that he exits the house and steps out into a desert full of sand sharks. Yeah, they call them like sandworms. It reminded me so much of Tremor, but these ones are better. <laughs> wow. You would say it's done better in this than in Tremors? No, no, well, no, no, no. But this, the difference is that this actually fits because, I mean, we are talking about a fantasy land really i mean and it's tim burton it doesn't get any more tim burton than this the other one just looked dumb because it was supposed to be real well i'm not sure what you're talking about are you talking about the actual effect of what we watch well no i mean this is stop motion i mean and it's very clear that it's stop motion but being this the movie that it is i think it fits that's all okay we'll have more on that a little later So their house gets sold and there's a new family that's coming in. A husband, a wife, he's remarried, and their daughter, played by Winona Ryder. And they have this other helper. His name is Ortho in the movie. So you have basically those four characters that are in the house. And they want them gone because they're despicable people. (laughs) yeah even though the father isn't but he's portrayed as annoying a little but i really felt for him because I yes. mean, he was very practical yes he and just i like wanted, that guy yeah too. he just wanted to be left alone but the wife she's an quote-unquote artist and she does sculptures and her sculptures are horrible she's just a wicked woman yes um, or or so she looks really And Winona, she is just an emo girl who was an emo girl before it was cool. Well, she's dark. Well, yeah. She's goth more than emo, I would say. Yeah, because emo wasn't a thing yet. She's wearing black and, you know, she's goth. You'd call her goth at this time period. She's She's an emo and a hipster at the same time because she was an emo before it was cool. So that's a very cool thing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Nobody can see the ghosts. But they have this book where they're trying to learn from and they don't want to read it. Why don't they just read this book? 
It's well, a short book, actually. It might be a couple hundred pages. I know, but he does mention that it, it reads like the manual of a, an electronic thing or something. And it just reminded me of the manual of a car. You know, like, you know, you should read it because it will tell you a lot of good things and useful things, but it's a drag to read through the whole thing. So maybe that's why. All right. They get impatient and research one part of the book. They say, draw a door, put a handle. And that takes them to the dead of the dead where they have almost like a reception area like a doctor's office yeah type place for the dead and they have to wane in line for an appointment with their caseworker correct and that's played by a woman that was in mars attacks yes. she was the the old lady the grandmother right she describes a little bit of it but not much she's like read the book all this is in the book. You want to get people out of the house? You got to train and learn how to, you know, be ghostly so they can see you and things like yeah, that. Yeah, and we should mention that everyone in this place, in this other life place is dead. And you can, in many of them, see how they died. And this woman, she yes. has a slash through her throat and she smokes like a chimney and you see all the smoke coming out of her wound. It's just like so Oh, some of the characters weird. in this spot. You have a lady whose her torso is separated from her legs. Yeah, like maybe she was a magician's assistant or something and it went wrong. Right, because and she's then wearing you sequins. have this guy with a tiny head. <laughs> He's hilarious. He's the best in this. <laughs> yeah. Just the look of this thing and <laughs> the way he turns his head and stuff. And like I said, it's almost like you're waiting for um, cold cuts at the grocery store. There's a ticket you got to get. And some people have 10 million in something and they're on four. Uh, yeah. So it's going to take forever. But they have nothing else to do, which is a point of the story. Because there's other places that describe, you know, it's been two months in this house. And you don't see two months go by. You just see a little glimpse here and there. Uh -huh. Now, Winona Ryder, the daughter, can see them. She's the only one that can see them in physical form, so to speak. Yeah, because it's the book says, I think, because Winona does read the book, incidentally. And she says that normal people can't see the, the dead or they can't see the weird and something, something else. That's yeah, some little proverb. Yeah, and she says, but then I myself, I'm weird. And oh my God, she, uh, she's so emo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they're working on getting them out. They can't get them out. They're not scared. They come up with some silly things like sheets and stuff. And I don't want to say everything they do, Phantom, in case mm -hmm. people haven't seen it. Because there might be a swath of people in their 20s or 30s that haven't went back and seen this. They need help. They need assistance. And on their TV pops an ad for Beetlegeist. <laughs> he is the anti-exorcist. What's the word they use? I think they use that word. I'm not sure, but I something think Something exorcist, anti or de-exorcist or yeah, something. Yeah, the exorcist for the living or something and like that. And he's one that's been dead for hundreds and hundreds of years. 
the caseworker actually describes who he is. We're not going to go into that. But he needs to get out. He needs to be called upon so he can do his tricks and scary things because he has the science of being dead down, Pat. And he's a little sadistic and a lot of comedy here. Yeah. That I liked, personally. This is one I really liked. I really think it landed. And he's perverse. I would think that's a good word. Uh, He's totally perverted. And, oh, my God. I don't know if that would be or could be made today. (laughs) But, I mean, yeah. I think so. Because it's lighthearted. It's not super serious. That's true. But, yeah, he is one character. And he's disgusting. He is. He's eating bugs and showing off. And he can really transform into whatever he wants. Yeah. He's really powerful. He knows all the tricks of the afterlife, so to speak. But he's not a good guy. The caseworker warns them not to call on him. But they do because they need help. And this is when Michael Keaton comes into it and makes this movie, in my opinion. Yeah, he is fantastic. Funnily enough, the husband and wife learn that there's ghosts in there. They're not scared at all. No, they actually call. Like I think they are in in the middle of a dinner or something. And that's where my complete favorite scene happens like the, these you dead can people say that one scene. yeah they, they make them dance and they look it's just so incredible Catherine o'hara she looks like she, she is made so surprised yes and the father too some yes. of the things he does like their their face their facial expressions are priceless yes and the dance they're doing like I would love to see a blooper reel on this because I could only imagine this scene taking a day alone for them to nail this scene because everybody's got to dance in rhythm and do the same type things with this shocking look on their face, but fun at the same time and bizarre. Like, the acting was pretty impressive for that scene. They are surprised they are terrified and they are having the time of their life delighted, all at the right. same time. Right. And, and you it, see, you feel it. Yeah. And you see Winona in a corner. She's laughing her butt out. It's so yes, much and fun. Even Ortho was good there, but really who stole it was Catherine. O'Hara oh yeah. That, that, that woman. Is but the great. father has a couple good scenes and like they really get into this dance like you can really see them swaying and it's like it was really interesting yeah so then they think that this will drive these people out but no they actually want to meet them right <laughs> now the father is looking to do business in this out of the way countryside where he bought this house he wants to bring business there his partners don't want to go there but the partner's wife is interested in the supernatural. So they get them out there. And this is the part of the movie when some chaos happens. Yeah. Because the ghosts end up not wanting to hurt people. The ghosts are resigned to letting them live in the house. Yeah. But... Now, because he's got his business partner there and they want to see ghosts, they want them there. They want to get them down there 
But Winona says they're gone because she knows they're good people. They actually have a relationship. And they like her a lot. Right. But Ortho took it upon himself to steal the book. Yeah. And he reads it, unlike what these two ghosts should have been doing. Yeah. And he does a conjuring and things go haywire. Mm -hmm. And I think we should leave it at that. Yes. It is a quick movie. Very entertaining to me. Yes. I mean, it's lighthearted. It's a fun movie for the whole family there is one part it gets a little serious minutely i would say lady phantom up towards the end but it's a fun revelation of a story along with elfman is that the guy's name who danny did the elfman score? yes yeah this music just nailed in this movie like i couldn't imagine it being any better and i wouldn't be surprised if it won a lot of awards yeah it's it it also like i said like this is as tim burton as it gets this is as danny elfman as it gets and just a little teaser for you out there our next episode will be danny elfman too and is my favorite soundtrack i think of all time so if you can think of that maybe you can think what's coming up next All right, technicals. The first and foremost thing we got to talk about is the stop motion effects that happen many times in this movie, Lady Phantom. (laughs) Okay, they are not perfect. They were never perfect to begin with. Like they are, I don't know, like they're so similar to even the Clash of the Titans, which happened what eight years before that but it's that kind of movie and it fits i think it fits to a point lady phantom yes we're in the fantasy realm afterlife and it's fun and lighthearted. but then again this style footage has been done way better and before this time period too yeah now we're going to describe more of this in 4K, but on 4K, it does highlight more, I think. But there was scenes that I particularly remember looking really outlandish and kind of don't fit at times for this movie, Lady Phantom. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you some of the best scenes with camera work and stuff is with this model that the husband has built he's got a model of the city yeah and beetlejuice is tiny he's living in the model yeah so there's scenes when he's real small and he's looking up at real size people incredible scenes there yeah Anytime you buy it that happens yeah you buy and there's it. other people that get in this model too and are looking out so all the footage with that was impressive i thought yeah excellent now how about a lot of the effects with body manipulation. I thought some of them were very good. Not not completely, but I think they hold pretty well, actually. This is the category I'm going to give it leeway because it's fantasy. And when they're showing manipulation of heads and eyes and things, I think that not looking so real is good. 
yeah. because they're in this afterlife anyway. So it wouldn't look normal to people, really. Yeah. Plus, very cleverly, and of course, the camera work has a lot of things to do with that. Like, you know that someone is manipulating their head, but they pan away from them, and then they come back when the transformation is complete. And, right. and it's very good makeup, like the prosthetic and stuff. It's, it's really good. How did you think, like, uh, the green screening was? Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there are these scenes, especially in that place where the sandworms were with green screen and then one toward the end, the very end that involves actually Beetlejuice, that just looked terrible. Yes, I agree totally with you, Phantom. And I think you're going to be with me. You're letting a little of this go because of the style movie, but this green screen was absolutely horrendous. Yeah, and I suppose, I, I think, I mean, from what I remember, it has never been that good. No, but here, not even back then. It no, was not obvious. even back then. Because I've seen this a good three times. Me I too. watched it when it came out. I didn't see it in the theaters, but I rented it on VHS when it I came out. I don't remember when I saw it the first time. It might have been at the theater, but but yeah, I mean, it has never been good. And the 4K shows it like really bad okay what did you think about the acting fine i thought it was very i mean Catherine o'hara was fantastic michael keaton steals the show i mean and everyone else was good and i would presume lady phantom i could be wrong about this but Mm -hmm. i think this is before alec baldwin became pretty arrogant i think he is his personality I don't know how well known he was at this time. He's really young in this movie. Yeah, he was very, very and, young. And he, right over the last decade, several decades, he's he's just got this air about him. He don't like to be photographed and stuff. I mean, he's actually went after journalists and stuff. And he's kind of a condescending type guy to me. I think he went through that face a while ago popular and it went to his head and it definitely went to his head but i think nowadays he has like climbed down his high horse quite a bit like i've listened to his podcast a few times it's called here's the thing and it's really good and i've seen him in other stuff and he's good and I, I I don't get that vibe from him anymore. But yeah, there was a time where he was like, oh, excuse me. But not anymore, I and don't Gina think. Gina Davis is just so cute. She was in The Fly before this. Thelma and Louise, probably she's known the most for. Yeah, she's and very good. She's really good. And I'm so with Phantom. This Catherine O'Hara, I'm surprised she didn't become something more. Maybe she didn't want to be. I mean, she has, I mean, you know, she has done more stuff, you know, in movies. Like she was in the Home Alones and everything. Right now, I think Shit's Creek is a series that is going on right now that is very successful and she's in it. But the things that she did a lot of theater, like she has done a lot of musical theater too. And she's great. I mean, the, the way she dances, that woman can move. I'm going to make a little analogy, Phantom, and let me just tell you if you feel this. The woman in The Servant, the wife, I feel she took a lot from this woman. I don't Do you remember see how that. weird and her eyes and the way she acts. I just see her copying this character here, Catherine O'Hara. 
Uh, I might see why you say it, but I really don't see it. No, but no. they are two redheads too. But, so well, that yeah. might <laughs> Well, yeah. But she's very weird in the servant, like yes. she is here too. Yeah, but Catherine O'Hara is even weirder here. All right. So camera work goes along with it. I mean, they did the best with what they were doing, I think, at the time here. They do this flyover, which you... I don't know if it was so obvious the first time I seen it, but you can tell they're flying over a model set yeah. and not an actual landscape. Yeah, I mean, I didn't notice at first. I thought it was good because I really didn't know that, uh, oh, notice at I first. Did. But then at the end you do. But then it is supposed to be because it's the set that right. he built. So, I mean, I thought it, that was very well done. Right, and the Phantom's right. They do a lot of cutaways when body morphing is going on so you don't see it like you know american werewolf in london somebody changing yeah but they do stay on some things like i'll give you an example beetlejuice head is spinning in a 360 you know from a monster face and they stay on something like that yeah and it's pg so i i think they did it in a in a good way that it's maybe a little creepy but a kid watching it wouldn't really get scared like yeah no no this isn't scary at all at all even though he does mention the exorcist yeah it's funny enough and night of the living dead is mentioned in uh -huh. this too yes okay i'm ready for the rating get to the 4k stuff i'll go first this is a six it's a solid six to me the green screening and some of the effects were done way better at times i'm even giving it extra i'm not deducting as much as i should on some of these categories but the sound is killer in this fits perfectly the fun aspect of this movie is not to be underestimated i think it's just i think it just works it's just sit back and relax and enjoy it don't there's nothing so serious here there's nothing you're contemplating you wonder what's going to happen to him at the end. So, and it's got a feel good vibe. So you don't get any like horror in it at all. That something bad's going to happen to people or anything like that. Yeah, actually, you know what? I was completely prepared to to be like, well, I remember I used to like this movie a lot, but maybe I will be disappointed. Or I was surprised at how good it is today like how well it holds yeah it's a fun rewatch so let me just finish and oh i'm we'll sorry get to you. yes 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 six and rental i can see people re-watching this again i've seen it a few times but it's not one that you must have in your collection in my opinion i wouldn't go to this movie that often if but if it's playing on tv sit and watch it or if you haven't seen it yet rent it it's a good movie all right yes as I was saying, like, I really am surprised at how much I liked it after all these years. I mean, it is good. It is fun. Like, Jeffrey Jones, for some reason, I didn't remember liking him much. But I do like his character a lot. He's so practical. And he just wants his wife to leave his one room alone. <laughs> yes. And actually, oh he's the first one when something goes a little awry, Lady Phantom, where you feel it on his face that he don't want to have happen. Exactly. Like, he is a practical guy in a practical world, and he wants his world to be left alone. And you feel sorry for him for putting up with this woman, too. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you're like, how are they together? But they are. And fortunately, it all goes well in a way. So it, it was just a very fun watch. A very, very fun watch. So I am with you. I think it's a six. And I think it's a rental. And you said something that is perfect. It's the kind of movie that if it's on TV, I'm going to keep watching it. But it's not like I'm going to seek it specifically right because there's scenes that are really fun and enjoyable you're like waiting for them parts in this movie just like when beetlegeist finally comes out of the grave you're waiting for a scene like that yeah. or that around the dinner table yeah scene. that dance around the dinner table i could watch it on a loop it's and just so great the munchkin head guy like i'll oh, just gosh. watch it just for that <laughs> yes he's fantastic so yeah six and Randall. Okay, this is what Tony was most interested in, was the 4K quality. Now, this is the third. We're wrapping up his trilogy of 80 movies. The first two were bombs. You better not have bought them, Tony, because they were Ds and Fs. This one's a little bit better, but started off. What do you think, Lady Femi? It is a little bit better. This one, fortunately, it looks like they DNR'd it a little you do see grain, but it is by no means prevalent or like it doesn't distract you. There is some scenes that gets yes. heavy, always on these dark, wide landscape scenes. Yes. It is bad, actually, I'd say. Yeah, at some points it does get bad. But when things are going on and everything, it's not really distracting. Like you do see it. It's there. But it's okay. Plus, in this movie, they do amp up the color, I think. Oh, yeah. You get the HDR here with the wide color gamut. Nothing that's blowing out of your no, screen, though. It's, but the mm -hmm. colors are richer, more vibrant, more colorful. Yeah. More there's, shades. There's a scene at the very beginning where, where Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin, they go to a hardware store that I, that I think it's his hardware store, actually, to find some things. And there are some red flowers outside and there's a red car on the street. And that red, specifically the one in the flowers, it was so bright. And I thought their old yellow Volkswagen looked really yes. good too. Yes, it did. It was like an ochre thing, like the IMDB thing, actually. Right. And it did look very good. That one doesn't really pop out or anything, no, but it looks very pops colorful. in this movie. No, this is just more colorful. Yes. More vibrant. There is a little more detail. The uh -huh. grain was smushed just a little. It's always there. It maintains this filmic look with giving you richer hues of colors. Yeah, and uh, also when they go to this place with the appointment with their caseworker, mm -hmm. there is a lot of color there. A lot of shade, a lot of shadow, a lot of light, a lot of different colors like greens and magentas and this right. and that. Yes, and it looked because very nice. there's lights at times, Lady Phantom, when certain things are happening, like it'll go to a green hue, the whole picture. Yes, yes. And the, some of the girls, actually many of them, they have this makeup on like to really make their features very prominent and their cheekbones and everything and to make them look the emaciated. And it showed very well. And some of the actors wear really bright lipstick in some of these yes. scenes too. And it really 
punches. Yeah, Catherine O'Hara's lipstick is always bright red, and it's always very prevalent. Right. So, on a whole, the Phantom and I are in agreement. You have definitely have never seen this movie look this good. No, definitely not. It did diminish grain. Mm-hmm. It's still there. It maintains the filmic look. I would have loved for them to up the contrast ratio in certain yes. scenes. But the Phantom and I were talking during the movie on this one, which we usually don't, is like, oh, why didn't they pop these colors? Because it's fantasy and looks so good. And I know why. Because of these green screen and some of these effect scenes, they just would have looked out of left field if they did it during the other action, Lady Phantom. Yeah. And it would have been so jarring that it was so piss poor, to be honest with you, some of these effects. And if they encapitalize this contract, it's just going to look worse. Yeah, the green screens look terrible as it was. And that scene, what I was talking about, it's like uh, Beetlejuice's head is getting smaller, and that was so bad. Yes. Like, so bad. Uh, uh, Yes, and it's a darker scene there, too. Yeah, and talking about dark, I I don't think the black levels were anything to write home about. No, there's not any good black levels in this. I mean, this is a very filmic thing, and they did boost mildly like if i had to put a percentage on it you know up to 20 percent more color in this and there is more details in effects in faces with these hues and scenes and stuff like that let's move into the audio which surprisingly to me this got a reproduction into atmos too yeah. And if I heard the overheads go off once, I'd be shocked. <laughs> I heard them once. Once. Yes, and I this specifically is, remember. This and is that's it. super front heavy movie. And even the surrounds, maybe twice or three times, I heard something behind me. But mildly disappointing to have. Very very because i mean because the, the music score good. is incredible this yeah. is a great soundtrack yeah the music sounded fine but it just sounded fine it didn't make you feel like you were inside the movie no and it's such a shame too because there's a lot of sound effects too lady phantom like Beetlejuice is hocking up spit a lot of times and, <laughs> and biting bugs and things. And it just was so static. Like, it didn't make you feel a part of the movie. Right. And, oh God, if this is any better than what was originally was released, I'd be surprised, even with this reproduction. But the score is awesome. I like it. It fits. Yep. And it's whimsical and tense at times and thrilling and a little creepy at times. And it works really good. But yeah, that's a negative to both of us, right? Yeah. All right. What special features we have? Not many. We have three hilarious episodes from the animated Beetlejuice TV series. Aha. Uh-huh. Skeletons in the Closet and Spooky Boutique and Theatrical Trailer. 
That's all. Wow. This is a two-disc set. You get the 4K in the Blu-ray and a slip cover you get with that. Okay, Lady Phantom, this is the most important time of the show. Is that great? You want me to go first? Because I'm curious where we're going to be. Yeah. I, like, I might order it depending on you if we got to <laughs> get an average. But in my personal opinion, this definitely looks better than any time I've seen it before. Did I have any aha moments or wide eye? No. Little clearer, little more detail. Color is the main thing I personally noticed. It's just richer. It's more vibrant and more shades of color in it, and it works. Audio was a letdown at most phooey. (laughs) Don't even worry about the sound. It's what you've heard on previous releases. I am going to give this a c minus but what i'm gonna say tony this is one of your go-to movies i personally think it's worth the 20 bucks and the upgrade you are gonna see things you didn't see before and this makeup effect really stands out and these luminance values i can say with blues greens yellows and reds that happen in certain rooms looks really good so a worthy C minus. And I think that's the first time I ever did a worthy at C minus. I just can't even give this a C, even though I'm more impressed with it than not, because the last two we did for Tony, they were just dogs. They just were terrible looking movies. Yes. This one did, they did put some work behind it. So it's going to get that C minus, just a touch below average, but I think it's worth it to upgrade it to 4k what say you exactly the same is it yeah yeah i was thinking about a c but i mean really it is i mean we have other movies that we have given c's to that look better than this i mean Mm -hmm. definitely but just as you said this one is worthy of the upgrade because it does look better than ever the colors are very nice maybe there's no pop but Everything looks so much better and so much brighter, and it's mm-hmm. more fun. Yes, I agree, but you're never going to show this disc off when no. somebody comes over. You're not going to, oh, let's put on Beetlejuice to show what 4K can do. No, just not going to happen. Exactly. All right, Lady Phantom, another bonus episode down. Thank you once again, Tony, for your requests. We knocked them all out of the park for you. This one upgrade it spend the money i think you'll be happy with it just be forewarned it's c (laughs) minus yes exactly get us out of here lady phantom everyone please billshetty.com go there you will find all the places where you can subscribe to us everywhere where you can find your podcasts and of course head to that guest book sign it if you have requests like this one Leave it right there, comments, whatever you have, suggestions, recommendations. Follow me on Twitter at LadyPhantom74. And also there on BillShetty.com, you find our links to Letterboxd. Thank you, Lady Phantom, for that wrap-up. Thank you, one and all, for listening to Movies in 4K. We will catch you on the next episode.